Welcome to Hockey Prospect Radio, your voice for prospect news and analysis on Sirius XM NHL Network Radio. Now, here's your hosts, Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. This is Hour 2 in our 2024 World Junior Championship Preview, powered by Junior Prospect Hockey League, Western Canada's newest developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level at JuniorProspectHockeyLeague.com. Along with Jason Bukla, myself, Brad Allen, let's talk about Sweden. Juggernaut. Like, they may get through their group with Canada and Finland, Germany, Latvia, and just sweep through and win every game. It could be actually... It's not even, it might be not easy for them, but I wouldn't be surprised if they sweep through and go right into the medal rounds. I mean, they're just that stacked. Let's talk about their four group first, Jason, and thoughts overall. And the one player I think that's going to be a real catalyst for for them, and he's not really an offensively like high-end guy, but, but for me, it's Otto Stenberg. Because he's going to match up defensively against every team's top center. And if he can simply just shut down that guy. So if he's going going against Canada, he's going to go against head-to-head against Celebrini. And if he can hold Celebrini or Poitra at, like, hold them five on five, it's just going to allow the other lines to do whatever they want. He is uh, the proverbial Swiss Army knife for Team Sweden. There's no doubt about it. And he's a leader. He generally wears a letter at international events so you know if uh if our listeners uh, want to paint the picture he's he, he's doing a lot of things or he does a lot of things a similar way that what Niels Holander is doing in Vancouver right now like they you know he plays a lot like that uh Holander scoring and, and you know coming on uh for the Canucks so yeah he's gonna he's definitely gonna be this is the you, you you've talked about it the off air before this is a group of death if you will with finland sweden and canada all in the same group somebody's gonna finish third out of this group it's not gonna be sweden fellas this this team is uh is loaded up front so yeah right before the dog uh, attacked the amazon driver out front my place here as i was saying you know other guys to take all the are gonna play a huge role here I'm interested to see how LaPierre Mackey, the Vancouver draft does, guys. He's had a real nice bounce back season, you know, playing in, in Sweden and coming off injury last year, right? So he rehabbed very well. He's, he's scoring. He's getting back to playing to his identity. So, I mean, honestly, Liam Ogram, you know, big body. Let's, let's, let's go there, you know, net front, extend plays. We could go through this whole roster, same as like the U.S. team, Brad, and there's no holes like Noah Oslin. Is he going to catch lightning in a bottle and take over some shifts? You know, like there's all kinds of skill and they, they got a nice mix here. They, they've been building for this tournament. This is a great team. Big forwards up front that Philip Bystead, David Edstrom, like yeah. six, four, six, three centermen that are just going to be able to envelop other centers. So you could, they're one, two, three punch at center is just as dangerous, but in different ways than the Americans. Edstrom could be the sleeper guy. He was really good at under-18s last year. Takes key face-offs, goes to the net, extends plays. Like, there's a sleeper guy that could really play a heavy, big role. Yeah, I totally agree. For me, it's like Team Urgard, right? Like, they all know each other. Austin Ogren uh, and LeCaramacki. They've all, they all have chemistry already. It's going to matter. For me, again, you mentioned him. Noah Austin, that's the catalyst for me at at center there. He's going to be incredibly important to driving possession being the neutral zone possession driver he's going to be the guy who gets the zone entries 
Uh, it's going to be fascinating to see how he does at this event. I'm very interested to see how his development's going because I haven't seen too much of him uh, uh, recently. But yeah, it's your, this is, a, again, another eclectic mix. We have everything. Right, you mentioned Philip Bystad and Enstrom. They're they're both big, but they're very very different games, right? So you yeah. get you get uh, big and skilled, you get big and gritty, and then you get slight and uh, and quick and agile and a primary primary playmakers. Then you get slight, slightly less agile, elite shooters. You get you get everything, right? Every, there's a huge mix of players here, so it allows them to match up very similar to the states. They can do whatever they need to do against the teams that they go up against. It's it's up to other teams to adapt against them, right? Not the other way around. That's usually a very good sign. One of the other things we have to mention is, other than one forward, they all played in the Swedish Elite League. So they all play against men. So their level of mental composure and the pace that they're used to playing with is vastly different than what, say, we'll use compare them to the Canadians. We'll talk about them next, where the majority of them are playing in the Canadian Hockey League. So what they have to face and how they prepare on a daily basis is just different. Now, what they do, obviously, in the medal rounds is going to be, you know, it's going to really judge this team. But I think that's a competitive advantage when you have to play against pros from that standpoint, from a forward group. Let's transition this into their defense. Again, they got six defensemen that are all drafted, and they got an interesting mix in that as well. You got Tom Willander, you know, Elias Pedersen, Sending uh, Pelica, Solomonson, Johansson, Havlid. They got guys who can run a power play. You got guys who can kill penalties. There's guys who can match up defensively. Jason, talk about the variety within this defense core because they got a little bit of everything too. The one thing with the, the core on the bat, well, all of them, to be honest with you, is they're all very mobile. They're like this group on the back end, they're very good skaters. Uh, they, they they all bring a little bit different uh, skill set with the puck on their stick to the equation. You know, like Patterson could be a secondary scorer, you know, instead of being kind of the, the lead dog. Obviously, Sandine Pelica, uh, quarterback to power play, escape pressure in his zone to either lead the rush on his own or, you know, outlet and join it as an extra. It'll be interesting to see how uh, uh, Willander – readjusts if you will you know coming from boston university from college i don't think it's going to be an issue i love his smarts uh, he's played in sweden his whole life but i'm just saying that he's coming from north america going back there and reasserting himself so i don't see any weaknesses with this decor guys like i really don't i think that they can all play a variety of roles real good balance agility mobility and they benefit from the fact that they, the majority of them have been playing in that structure overseas in the SHL because it's really structured, and they're going to play in the same size ice surface, which is a bonus for them. Yeah, you look at Axon Send and Pelica, Matthias Havlid, I think that's your power play one and two right there. And then you look, as to Jason's point, this is the best skating back end in this in this tournament. This, they're unbelievable skaters. I mean, you look at Elias Pedersen, Elias Salmonson specifically, they also – they they can really skate, but I think what's fascinating about them is they can specialize. So if you need them to be the shutdown guys on their pairing, they can absolutely do that. And I think that gives them a significant advantage over a lot of other teams in this tournament. 100%. Let's talk about the goaltenders. So, Jason, just right off the hop, they have two drafted goaltenders in the NHL, one from Ottawa, one from Arizona. Thoughts on them specifically and what they're going to bring? Because they're both different goaltenders overall. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I'm not so sure that uh, either one of them get the net. I think that uh, might be Havlid, Havlid might. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think that Havlid's going to get the net. 
you know, internationally, he's an undersized goalie, similar to Team Canada's goaltender, uh, Russo. Um, you know, he's about the same size. He's a little more stocky than Russo. But he he ran the table last year at the U18s for Sweden. He's had a he's had an okay year. He's young, you know, for for the Swedish Elite League uh, or playing a Jurgard in there. But uh, he might be the guy. The other two guys, you know, you know, Riedler's coming from Dubuque and 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 Feline, You know, again, I I just don't know that with the experience that the that Havlet has brought to the table, guys, that I think I said elite league. I think the Jurgen and the Alsvenskan. They're in Alsvenskan, which is kind of dis- that's a whole story thing to do itself. That's disappointing for the last couple of years. But anyways, you know, the, I just see that that a tablet's not to lose. I don't, I don't have a real strong feeling on the other two. I don't have a real good book on either one of them in terms of international play. So uh, I'm, I'm going to run the table here that Havlitt's a guy. How do you feel about that, Brad? I'll just mention for our listeners, uh, Reeler's development's very, very good. He was a seventh round pick out of Ottawa. He came over from J20. He's in uh, uh, a solid system in Dubuque. And uh, I thought he's had a pretty good year developmentally. So I'm interested to see if he can if he can grab the net. But to your point, I think it is Havlitt's net to lose just because uh, he has done this. And mentally, at anything, you, you can question the toolkit. And that's the reason he wasn't drafted. There's some Dennis Godla here. Uh, but mentally... You're not going to break this kid. This this kid has no problem being under siege, and, and he can be a difference maker. He's been phenomenal internationally in previous performances. So um, th- there is talent, though. Melker Felon as well. We talk about um, Trey Augustine with his lateral agility. Melker Felon has phenomenal lateral agility. There There is some upside here with, with each goalie, and they're very different goalies. So all three are completely different goalies. So it should be pretty interesting to see which one grabs in that long term. Yeah, 100%. Look, I think, you know, Americans and Swedes, that's what the gold medal probably should be on paper. Um, but that always doesn't turn out the way, you know, we project it to be. So we'll see what happens. We're going to take a short break on Hockey Prospect Radio. We'll talk about Canada right after these messages. Every play, every stat, every breakdown. On their own, they're essential. But all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at fractalhockey.com. 
Outside Edge has built a reputation for guiding hockey players toward their potential and provides on- and off-ice development programs for hockey players. Outside Edge Hockey Development operates all programs on the philosophy of quality over quantity. Our strength, skills, and mental coaches understand the demands of the game and use this knowledge to develop strength, speed, and energy systems so our athletes can reach their potential. The Outside Edge programming features KPI-based strength and conditioning programs, skating, and skill development sessions for pro, junior, midget, phantom, and peewee. Contact us today at outsideedge.ca.